Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today on this first Friday. Quick question, don't raise your hands. How many forgot that it was Friday and you ate meat already? <laughs> I didn't. No, it's, it's, we got to get used to it, right? we got to get used to it. It's our, it's our Friday observances in Lent. Fasting, this is a big question. This is a big mystery, right? Um, the Gospel speaks about fasting today, and it's, it's huge, right? The Pharisees and scribes are asking Jesus. They come to him, and they're like, okay, why do we fast? But your apostles, they're not fasting. They're not observing the laws of Moses, right? And they go from that question, and Jesus flips it completely and says, can, can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? The day will come when the bridegroom is taken away, and then they will fast. Like, it's the craziest thing that Jesus does today. They're simply talking about fasting, and he starts talking about being a bridegroom. It's very bizarre. And it's one of the deepest theologies for us to try to comprehend, and to try to do that in a few minutes would be a grave injustice. So if you want to know the church's teaching and the full biblical understanding of Jesus as the bridegroom, Messiah, it's fascinating. Get Dr. Brant Petrie's book. He has a book, that's what it's called, Jesus the Bridegroom Messiah. And it's very well laid out, but it's incredible the way that Jesus reveals himself. So this is the first time that Jesus is revealing himself not just as Messiah, but as the Bridegroom. And what is the Bridegroom going to do? He's going to give his body for his bride on the wood of the cross. On that day, when the Bridegroom is taken away from them, then they will fast. So this is why we fast on Fridays, right? And so what does fasting do for us? <clears throat> well, a lot of times um, our, our fasting should be that which draws us closer to Christ, right? Whatever you chose as a fast, usually fasting has to do with food. Abstinence has to do with other things, right? I'm abstaining from TV. I'm not fasting from TV. Usually the church's teaching fasting is with food. So we fast particularly from food, um, in order to draw us closer to Christ. And we can say, oh, well, what is seafood in Louisiana? You know, wow, that's really hard. That's a great fast. <laughs> well, then eat cereal and milk. Um, let it be a real fast, right? Let it be a real fast that we enter into. Because the fasting, what it does is it denies our senses of immediate pleasure. And there's a beautiful connection between people that struggle in any way with... Um, with sins of the flesh, right? Um, with lust or greed or gluttony, right? Those sorts of things can be remedied with fasting, right? And that's the neatest thing. And you always notice whenever those sins are popping up, that should be my red flag. Look over the past week and go, have I been fasting this week? How, have I been denying my, my senses from immediate gratifications, from not eating the M&M's, don't eat the candy bar, forget about the gallon of, of ice cream, like, like leaving the, the, those things behind and fast from them is going to directly affect those sins of the flesh. It's the coolest thing, and it works, I promise. Right? And so we're called this season of Lent, as all seasons, to fast. And if our fasting is taken on with joy, it will transform our hearts and the people's hearts around us. And I think that's the cool thing, right? Is let fasting be something that is joyful for us. And this is the, this is the most incredible part. And I've, I've witnessed great, great, great miracles through this. 
offer your fast up for somebody. Somebody that you know is suffering or someone going through a tough time, offer your fast up for them. And it moves mountains. The apostles, just to, to tell you, whenever Jesus and the apostles out to expel demons, preaching to heal, they came back and they told Jesus, okay, but there was one, one demon we couldn't get him out. Like, why was it? And Jesus said, oh, that one? He can only come out through prayer and fasting. He adds into the fasting, right? So it, it goes to show the importance of fasting. Jesus fasted, right? And Jesus says that there's some struggles, some sins, some demons that we're going to struggle with in our life that can only be overcome through fasting and prayer. And so put a person's face to your fast. I'm not going to eat meat, not just because the church is saying to, but I'm doing it for my neighbor down the road who's struggling right now. Right? And all of a sudden, that fast becomes an act of love. It becomes an act of love. And it begins to transform people's hearts. Right? And so, let that be our, our gift today. Our challenge today is all during Lent, whatever your fast is, choose somebody each time that you're denying yourself from that fast. Choose to offer it for somebody. So that love can change the world. Right? Love changes hearts. That's what changes people. That's what Mother Teresa of Calcutta. She didn't do great things. She just loved. She fasted a lot. She prayed a lot. And she just loved. And that changed the world. Literally the world. Most importantly, it changed the world for that one person that she reached out to, she prayed for, she fasted for. That person's life was changed. So let us use Mother Teresa of Calcutta this Lent as a great model um, of people that know the power of God, not in their own strength, but in the strength that is given to them by God through prayer and fasting. Amen? Amen.